0: Hello and welcome to PGA DFS Weekly with my partner here, Andrew Hansen. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as coach, and we are here to discuss a really fun golf week, the, CG, the CJ Cup at the Summit Club in Vegas. So first of all, Andrew, before we dive into that, how about that Sunday round from Soon
1: J.M.? My goodness. He went low, got back to the winner's circle for the second time. Uh, nice, profitable week for us, and he earned it. And I think we may see a lot of birdies again this week at the home of Colin Morikawa, his yeah. home course. I am fired up to see this. And no cut this week, only 78 players, yeah. which makes it a lot of fun.
0: I love it. I love no cuts because we don't have to stress getting those guys through. And sometimes, you know, you, you vacillate between a few guys and you're trying to get the guy – just to make the cut now we don't even have to think about that stuff so i love it but uh as i mentioned this is at the the summit club and it is just spectacular i know you had sent me over a few photos of some of the holes oh my gosh it's just it doesn't even look real it looks oh,
1: fake i'd like yeah. to play this course with the views of vegas you know right right down the road you be able to go and, and enjoy yourself in vegas after your round and that'll yep. be a challenge for a lot of these guys just like it was last week is know balancing that out make sure you're focused on the event but yeah i mean the course just looks so beautiful gorgeous incredible views not only of the the strip but the mountains yeah Uh, so it would be a lot of fun to play this course
0: yeah it looks lush and you know you can move you can spray the ball a little bit you get a you know you're not going to get penalized a ton yeah you know and it's 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 a par 72 7,450 yards so it's you know it's really becoming what the average is on the PGA tour anymore it's 70 you know it used to be if it was over 7000 yards you'd say oh well, this is going to be the long hitters it, that now is like 74 75 that's the that's the average these guys are just so long so it's but the the cool thing about it too it's the purse is 9.75 million so this is no chump change tournament it's it's a much bigger tournament than last week and the the other cool aspect of this is you've got perfect weather. I look thoroughly through all four days, no wind, mid-60s. I mean, these guys are going to be firing darts at this uh, at this course.
1: All weekend long. I mean, with all that money on the line, you show up, you know you're going to get paid with no yep. cut. And so that sort of adds to the dynamic of, well, let's go for birdies here because nothing to lose. We don't have to worry about playing on the weekend. And I heard right. an interview with Morikawa, and, and he was talking about how he did think it would be – you know, a test, but that there'd be a lot of birdies. And so, um, you know, I, I can't wait to see how they, uh, how they get it done.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm really excited to watch this event. I know it's, it's so hectic right now with all our sports going, trying to watch everything. I was flipping around and missing most of the good shots, but you know, you just do the best you can. I guess this is a, having a multi-television format is probably the way to go right now. But, uh, a couple other things, real quickly, before we start breaking this down. and I know you've got some great stats to, to talk us through. Is um, defending champ, but it's a with a with a little asterisk here. Is Jason Kokrak, who shot 20 under last year, but that that was at Shadow Creek. Now right. <clears throat> this is the first time uh, here at the sum, at uh, the Summit Club. However, both courses, and this is important to know because I think you can weigh in more on last year's event. Both courses are similar and they're both designed uh, by Tom Fazio. So you've got the same designer, the same idea of the golf courses, you know, a little bit open, putting is a premium, you know, all of those aspects. So in looking at, you know, in preparing for this, I definitely took that into consideration and then you already broke what I think is the biggest news, and I don't think everybody knows this because it wasn't super publicized, but as you put it, uh, Colin Morikow lives in Vegas, and he belongs to the Summit Club. This is his home course, so you got to love that edge there. The other guy that also belongs is Maverick McNeely. He has a membership here. Now, <clears throat> He's, a you know, his family are billionaires, basically. So I don't know if he has, you know, a membership at every great mm-hmm. course in, in half the cities. But mm-hmm. the bottom line is Maverick has definitely played uh, this course a lot. And so, you know, does that make a chalk? That's what we're going to have to break through and see here. But man, you know, Kochrak last year, his home course is Shadow Creek where he won cuz he has a sponsorship with MGM and he's played that course the interview he gave after last uh, last year's win is he's played that 12 or 14 times that year prior cuz of it being an MGM <clears throat> owned course and that helped him a ton and you've got to think as awesome as Morikawa is man he's it's hard to not go there as a payup you know
1: yeah, I think those are two great points. So, you know, following up on Morikawa, I, I, I don't think this is a, a membership where it's just some sort of honorary thing. And he, he apparently he plays there a lot. He has shot right. sixty-two there, so that's yep. the other reason why I think these guys are going to go low. I mean, he's already shown he can go ten under, and yep. I think that's a huge edge because because they the other guys haven't played it in competition, and he's played it boatloads of times. He's going to know all the uh, inside. Uh, tricks and and secrets, and he, he actually said it's only going to be about execution for him. He doesn't have right. to worry about you know where do I miss uh, you know what's going to happen on this green. He knows everything already, so he just has to go out and perform. So I I do like that for him, and and a great point on Mac- McNeely as well. Uh, haven't heard as much about how much he's played it. Uh, you know Morikawa of course has the course record, so he's got that one up on him. But then the the Fazio designs too. You know i i agree there's some um, carryover from last year even though it's a different course because it's a similar design and you can look at some of the other fazio designs uh, across the pga landscape and i looked at that as well one of them is quail hollow where rory's done really well uh he, he helped redesign augusta national and you know so, some of the themes there are the the big elevation changes big bunkers but like you said this one I don't think there's as much trouble. I mean, the rough is three-inch rough. It's harder than last week. Uh, there is water on seven holes, but you know there are big fairways here, like you said. So I, I don't think uh, it's as penal as some of these other places. And I do think there'll be uh, a lot riding on on just putting. You know, who who's hot putting? Who who are the best putters? And and who gets it rolling this week?
0: I agree 100%. And, you know, generally his courses, uh, Fazio's courses are designed like that where putting really becomes, the, you know, the big piece. The only time you get in trouble on his courses is if you've got really bad weather, wind, but that's like it is on any course. But when you're talking 67, sunny, just no no wind, uh, perfect conditions. Then you got the thin air in Vegas, so the ball's going to fly. I mean, you know, I expect personally the score to be very similar to last year's. I think it may take 20 under to win this thing.
1: I think it will. Um, Absolutely. With with the weather conditions and then those par fives, we got four four par fives. Only one of them is over 600 yards. So they're reachable. Uh, You know, we may even see a few eagles.
0: Yeah. And a big difference from last week's uh, course where M was just insane the par threes are quite a bit shorter, so you're not going to have quite the the stretch that you did because some guys just play those long par threes fantastic and other guys struggle. I mean, I know when I'm out there and I see a super long par three, I just, you know, I wince. Like, here comes a bogey, you know, play for four almost. But, um, yeah, this I think that'll be a little bit of edge to the par three scoring guys that really can can take target because those guys will be hitting eight iron, you know, in, in some of these par threes. So <clears throat> should be awesome though. I mean, it's, uh, this is going to be a fun tournament. And again, you know, I love playing PGA DFS at this time of year. And I hope, you know, we, we get more and more viewers and, and I really appreciate those that have jumped in. And if you are watching now on YouTube, hit that thumbs up, that subscribe button, give us a quick little comment and also hit that uh, little bell alarm in the upper corner because that'll tell you when all of our podcasts post. And here at, at Coach Talk, where we have podcasts for basketball, baseball, football, and golf, all posting. So you're going to want to know and get that alert when those post. <clears throat> and, you know, what I want to also mention then about this event. So we, I do want to bring forward the guys that did well last year at Shadow Creek. So let's talk through those guys just real briefly here. And I pulled the top ten guys that are competing this year that played in last year's. So there's a few guys that, that aren't playing, but these are the guys, and it's very interesting and very telling uh, because again, similar uh, distance in Vegas, same designer. You're going to get some carryover here. So you've got Coke Rack as the champion. Uh, Shoffley was right there in second. You know, he's right. one of our our players. Uh, Tyrell Hatton, who's obviously we've seen what he can do. Then you have, uh, Russell Henley and Taylor Gooch. So out of those first five, does anybody jump out at you, Andrew, that, that you had already had an eyeball on?
1: Yeah. Well, Xander is, uh, you know, I, I, I do want to follow up on him. Uh, he's got three wins in these no cut events. He won the gold yep. medal. Um, he, he talked about how he just, he freewheels it a little bit more he knows there's no cut so he's more aggressive and you know xander is so consistent if you add some aggression in there and get him firing at pins look out but the you know, the problem is there's a lot of great players in this field yeah so they it's coming from the top 60 in fedex cup points last year so most of the big the big guns are here uh so it's just it's hard to select um you know because he's in that same price range as morikawa and others but in terms of a couple of the cheaper guys, I'm glad you mentioned Terrell Hatton. He's definitely on my radar this week. In addition to that top finish, he finished second at Congaree last year. That's a Fazio design. And yep. last week over in Scotland, he finished tied for second uh, in, in an interesting, cor- interesting event. Um, four rounds, two of them were, were at St. Andrews, the home of golf. Now that's a much different design. Of course, but yeah. you know, hey, he's coming in, you know, feeling good, and he plays well on these courses. So, uh, you know, he's only eighty four hundred on DraftKings. So, yeah. I think he helps, you know, build out a lineup here pretty well. And then Taylor Gooch, uh, I'm glad you mentioned him too, because you know he also finished tied for eleventh last week, right yeah. up the road. uh, Only seventy two hundred on DraftKings uh, makes a lot of sense to me.
0: Yeah, he's a super value guy for sure and and certainly, you know, has confidence playing in Vegas. All right, let me give you the the second group of these five. Uh actually they finish 6th through 12th cuz uh Griffin and Watson aren't playing, but you've got studs, man. It's Neiman, Muñoz, English, Hovland, and Morikawa. Are you kidding me?
1: <laughs> yeah, <it> where's was- <laughs> my lineup? I'll take that. I know. Yeah, we're on the same guys this week because, you know, on top of Murakawa, Sebastian Munoz is only 6,100 on draft games. That's a price. The- That's a misprice. I mean, this guy's he's got the potential to win or definitely top 10, like you say there. He yeah. has missed his last three cuts. Yeah. So, okay, but he's not missing this cut because there isn't one.
0: No. No. And, uh, and again, he's a guy that can get hot. So... I, you know, definitely, uh, I think of Miss Price. I know he hasn't been hot lately, and I guess the algorithm is weighing Miss cuts recently, but he's certainly not a $6,100 player. No. That's crazy. Never. Yep. Um, one, the last guy I want to mention before we get into some of your stats, uh, I just, I'm so perplexed all the time with Dustin Johnson. I mean, we talk about it every week. We never know what the hell to do. I don't think anybody knows what to do with Dustin Johnson. I will say this, though. You know, we talked in depth about DJ before the Ryder Cup and we flat out said right on this podcast, he could win it for you and go five and oh, but do you have the guts to do that? And, you know, and he did. That's what he did. But, you know, in looking, really digging in because he's gotten the early money, Morikawa opened up the favorite. Dustin Johnson now is the favorite. And I'll go over the odds in a bit from our sponsor, betus.com.pa. But he is the favorite DJ. And, but this is the thing, the question I have, and I'd love to get your feedback on this because we haven't talked about it off air. His, you know, he seems to be coming a better match play kind of guy where he can just go toe to toe with the guy, hold a hole. He's showing some semblances of that where, you know, if you really broke down his scoring in the Ryder Cup, he really sort of didn't deserve to be 5-0. and all. I mean, he played great golf, but there were times where he really rode his partner, where he had his blow-up holes. So I'm just concerned. I just don't believe that he deserves to be favored over Morikawa, strictly on a tournament with stroke play, and the fact that some of his recent success has been more in that match play setting. But again, he can shoot 61 every day. God knows.
1: Yeah. No, I, you know, if I were going to bet on one to win, I'd rather bet on Morikawa and get better odds. I agree. You know, he doesn't deserve to be that much higher in in the odds than Morikawa on this course. And it's funny that, you know, those are the two we're talking about since they were the partners and Morikawa certainly helped that team Definitely. To go undefe- go undefeated when they were playing together. But, you know, like you said, he was more of a GPP play that week and I think he still is because of his inconsistency recently in these stroke play events, you know, he won the masters and then he sort of disappeared.
0: Yeah. He really
1: had sort of an off year um, because the guy is so ultra talented. Um, and he's not, you know, he's not popping off in terms of any of these stats, but he he is coming in with that ultra confidence with that incredible performance. It is Dustin Johnson. He could get it done, but he probably won't make my first lineup because you know, we can't get all these ex- expensive guys, of course.
0: Yeah, and there's a lot of them I like, but I'm with you. I mean, I am i hate to say it, but I'm probably going you know, to fade them, and, you know, it might be my demise, but I just don't know how you can trust a guy. But four rounds, no cut, with him going low, you never know. So just something to be aware of. I'll throw him in a GPP just in case he goes bonkers.
1: Yeah, and before I forget, talking about studs, uh, I want to remind folks about Justin Thomas up in that same upper echelon of pricing, how he got his new caddy here bones, That's right. bones is on the bag full time now. Yeah. Uh, the last couple of weeks they've made that transition and, uh, we all remember when he, uh, subbed in and JT won the WGC event in Memphis. So they make a great pairing. Uh, I mean, bones, you know, he's seen it all with Phil. I think this is a big boost to to JT who, you know, has been, I mean, not underperforming, but he hasn't been excelling the last couple of years like he started out doing. Um, So he needed a bit of a jolt. And I have, you know, I wasn't too interested in JT last year during the regular season. Um, He just wasn't really at the top of his game, but he's coming on late, uh, successful Ryder Cup, and and I'm, I'm much more interested in him now.
0: Yeah, I think it's a great point. I'm glad you brought that up because I, I think it, you know, we definitely need to keep track of that and it could give him a good boost. I'm gonna miss him on the broadcast, though. I love I listening know. to his commentary.
1: He's awesome. I will yeah. too. I guess he's still gonna do some events, yeah. but I mean JT is gonna keep him busy.
0: They should have him comment do commentary during his catting. That'd be great.
1: That would be. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, let's dive into the nuggets known as Andrew's wisdom with his statistical analysis here. this gets us into the money every week. So what do you have for us this week?
1: Yeah, so I looked at the the rankings for stroke skein putting. Uh, I know you were into that as well. you know this week is rising to the top as an important factor. And looking at the stats from last year, we've talked about it but before, but as a reminder, Louis Ute is in number one in putting and you know could this be the week that he finally wins? It's been a while. 9,300 on DraftKings. Uh, pretty fair price for him. Uh, so looking at the other guys in the top 25 who are playing this week, we've got Ian Poulter, Patrick Reed, uh, Kokrak. Uh, we know that you know that was the key to his turnaround success here last year. Sam Burns, who's just been excellent lately. Cameron Smith, uh, he's another guy I'm into this week, and we'll talk about him with par five scoring as well. Then we've got Harris English, Alex Noren, Mackenzie Hughes, Xander, uh, Adam Scott, Webb Simpson. And then the last two guys in putting, uh, Brian Harmon and Patton Kazire. Both of those value plays on DraftKings. Harmon, I'm kind of interested in Yeah, um, 6,600, and he won at Eagle Point in 2017. That's another Fazio design. Um, you know, Harmon's a guy we've played a, a decent amount. Uh 6,600, I think it's a great opportunity for him.
0: Yeah, and, you know, unfortunately, and I wish I didn't have to, but I'm going to have to. I'm going to go stars and scrubs, it looks mm-hmm. like, because I have some guys at the top I just can't get away from. Right. And so it's going to really cut off those mid-level guys, and guys like like him are, are really a, a good, solid play. I did have one question for you because I want to pick your brain on it because I'm a little concerned. Burns having these two great weeks in a row – uh, he absolutely hit the wall Sunday. Shot yes. over par. Right? Do you think he's just a little fried? You know, because I'm think thinking he might of, be. of just totally fading him.
1: Yeah, I think that's the risk. You know, because he's just he's got his A game going. But yeah, that I think was the first signs of, of maybe some fatigue creeping in. Yeah, uh, completely understandable. So, you know, it's it's a little risky because he's been so great. But yeah. I, I'm ready to fade him because of that fatigue and just kind of cross my fingers.
0: Yeah. And you know, the Coke rack piece of information is, is probably, I mean, you got to look for every little Coke rack, no crack of information to help you spin you one way or the other, you know, maybe, yes, it was a Fazio course. Yes, it was similar, but he did play it a lot that home MGM course. This isn't a course he's played a lot from what right. I did. So Probably going to fade him too. So that I mean, really in golf, it comes to it's just as important who you fade because mm-hmm. you got to try to find an edge on a guy that just you know you're not going to you know, slide in there. So uh, I may be off him as well. Um, all right, what else you got statistically? Any other so, gems?
1: Yeah, just the other thing is par five scoring uh, okay. because the, they are gettable here, and Cameron Smith at the top of the list, followed closely by by Xander. So okay. really attractive, both of those guys. Uh Harris English is fifth. Webb is sixth. Uh Kepka, Sergio are in the top 10. And then a few more in the top 15. Burns again. No yeah. surprise. And then how about these guys who were tied for 13th in par five scoring last year? Louis Usteizen, DJ, uh Hovland, and Harmon. So, you know, Harmon's the only value there. Uh Homeless Home is there as well. Um but you know I kind of like that combo there of of Louis Dason and Harmon um you know they're at you know you put those two together and you're you're saving some money
0: yeah and again guys that can be right in that top five no question about it um before we jump into the odds here because Vegas doesn't lie they know their stuff and we want to take that into consideration as well we would just love to invite you to join us at DFS coach talk I mean this Is so much fun right now. We have six days until the start of the NBA. So you can see Dirk smiling and and Michael and and Kobe. I mean, this is just, I'm in my glory preparing for this preview show this weekend with the NBA. So perfect time to join us. NFL, you guys have been phenomenal. You and Joe and Crash have just been wiping the board on NFL. And we're following uh, MLB baseball. Uh, Crash and I have been doing some pods, putting out lineups. And then, of course, this golf uh, info. So you've got, you get everything when you become a member at Coach Talk. There's not individual sports, individual fees. Once you become a member of our Coach Talk family, you're in, you've got everything from there. We have as little as a $10 three day pass, a $5 or uh, $19 five day pass. And uh, we have all kinds of different things that uh, you could choose from membership wise. Just go to dfscoachtalk.com. You can check us out there. Um, if you want to get some more information on Twitter, we're at DFS Coach Talk. I'm at Joe Sarvati, J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I, and Andrew is at Language Olympics. so you can check us out uh, on Twitter. I uh, would love to have you join us, and uh, great time to do it. All right, let's talk a little bit about what our partners at betus.com.pa, have to say from an odd standpoint on this, this week's tournament. Now, I mentioned we've seen some movement, so there is some money coming in on this event. Uh, we've seen some movement from the original posting. The favorite right now is Dustin Johnson at 12 to 1, followed very closely by Shoffley and Morikawa at 13 to 1. And J.T. as you mentioned at fourteen to one, and then Rory jumps up to eighteen to one. So that's the group of five that's getting almost all the action. Uh, what do you think about that? That first group, and I know there. I love all five of them as well, and we both talked about Morikawa the edge. Uh, who's who's your second guy if you went with the second stud there? Ooh.
1: Tough call. I know it. Real tough call. I guess I would lean Xander. Okay. By hair. Yeah. Um, you know, just the, the recent success with the Olympics and, and the Ryder cup uh, and, and him talking about winning and his, his mindset, you know, visualizing the actual championship, the trophy and letting himself get there. I, I think it's important psychologically. So, I would have to go Xander there, number two.
0: I agree, and and I think I probably would too. But I don't think you could go wrong with any of those those guys, yeah. except I'm still not, I'm still not in the McElroy corner though.
1: I mean, I I, I don't yeah. see, I never feel comfortable selecting him. You know, I don't either. I mean, he's sort of like JT inconsistent last year, um, but, you know, I I think he he uh, talk about motivation after what happened at the Ryder Cup with him. I mean, crazy. how could you get more motivated? Cause he talked about how important it was to us. He had that emotional, how important it was to him. He had that emotional interview Yeah. and I see him, you know, being ultra motivated and that's a scary situation because if he puts it together, you know, he could win by three, Oh, but, it, yeah, he hasn't been doing it lately.
0: No, but what, if he's hot with the putter though, he, he could be lights out. There's no mm-hmm. question. And he's had success, like you mentioned, on Fazio courses, so he's dangerous. All right, I'll give you. I'm just going to give you a group all at once here, and just so that our listeners know, these guys are mentioned because whenever you're in, you know, in the top 20 or so uh, odds in Vegas to win a tournament, that's that's respect, in my opinion. So you've got M, who just came off that insane round on Sunday to win last week, Spieth, Finau, Hovland. Burns down 28 to 1. You know, there you go. Kepka, Oosthazen, Oosthazen, who's 28 to 1. That's a nice price. A guy that I've got some interest in that's actually jumped from 28 to 25 to 1. You know, my my standby, Scotty Scheffler. And then the guy you mentioned at par five score, Cam Smith at 30 to 1. And then the last few guys are Answer Matsuyama Simpson hatton in english who you can get in the mid 40s and all could win
1: yeah i think m um you know he's interesting but can you go back to back that is so hard to do yeah so i probably wouldn't bet him to win but the other guys in that group that you mentioned uh obviously i like ooze and tony fina we haven't really talked about here mm-hmm. uh you know he has some ties to vegas has spent a lot of time there yeah um you know, recent winner Ryder Cup went well. Uh, so, I mean, if we're talking about guys to bet to win, I might look there or Cameron Smith. Uh, I'm I'm certainly on him this week as well.
0: He needs to change that haircut, though. I can't. I, know. <laughs> I, I hate rooting for him with that
1: weird dude.
0: <laughs> All right, excellent.
1: Um, Maverick McNeely, what do you think? Does it does it move yeah. the
0: needle with him being a member?
1: Yeah. Uh, again, because he's you know low seven k range on DraftKings, so get him in the lineup. I'm not going to bet him to win. I know that wasn't the question, but yeah, I think he he's a he's a, a potential you know top six guy here to make the cut in in our lineups, so to speak.
0: Yeah, yeah. I hope so. And it's and again, you know, if he does have a bad round, you don't have to make the cut because there is none. That's so right. Maybe he can throw a few home course uh, scores up there. But I want to share, I have three three picks I want to share with you today and, and our, okay. our listeners just to change it up a little bit. I've got my value plays that I'm going to, not I'm trying to tease anything, but I'm just going to save those for our members because a lot of times those value plays are the differentiators. You know, a lot of us can, the guys I'm going to pick here are probably, oh, no kidding, coach. You know, those are some chalk guys. I do have a few guys that I don't think will be played a ton but uh definitely you know would love to have you at dfs coach talk again we'll, we'll put this podcast out and then this evening we'll put our uh, coaches clipboard and our core play for cash up for DraftKings for pga we'll full lineup on Fanduel for both andrew and i and then we'll have a yahoo full lineup as well so you're going to get everything you need and those will post about 8 30 p.m eastern tonight in our discord all right my first pick and i'm just going to say it real quick because we've already said it a million times but i'll give the prices i'm taking more cow i just i mean i don't care man he's he belongs there he's awesome he's the best iron player that i've seen since tiger i think was on fire with his irons and if he putts well i think i think he wins this thing so uh we just got to get him to make sure he's making the putts he is expensive it's ten eight 8 on uh, DraftKings, 11 on FanDuel, which stings, and 44 on Yahoo. So I'm willing to pay the piper on, on that one. Um, the second one I'd love to get your opinion on because, you know, I always go to this guy, but this, this just feels right. I mean, he's another guy that has confidence coming out of the Ryder Cup, you know, got that sense about him, and it's Scotty Scheffler. I just – I think he tears this course up. I mean – there are times that Texas golf is a little similar to Vegas golf because it's flat, you know, it's hot. Usually, I mean, that the, the just runs well. And I think it just feeds into his game. But Scotty's 9,000, which is fair on DraftKings. He's 10-4 on FanDuel and only 35 on Yahoo.
1: So am I reaching with
0: Scheffler? Because I think he'll be low-owned pretty much.
1: Yeah, I think he will too because of that price range that he's in. Uh and I'm I'm just stung by that opening round last week because I had some exposure to him last week yeah. and then he missed the cut. So uh, you know, I thought he would ride the Ryder Cup high into last week. It didn't quite work out. Maybe he gets back on track this week. So, you know, it wouldn't shock me, but uh, I don't know if I can if I can do it this week after what he did to me last week.
0: Yeah, it's hard when you take a gut punch like that. But I'm going to give him a pass because it was coming off the Ryder Cup and he just maybe had to pull his brain together. He's probably, I mean, they've all been in Vegas since last week. They didn't have to travel. Maybe I'm thinking he settled down and is ready to play some golf. So we'll see how that goes. And then I'll give you a third guy that'll be, I think, low-owned and and a sneaky guy. He's a guy that came on on the weekends two two weeks in a row here with huge low scores, just played like a maniac, and that's Mark Leishman. He has two top fives in a row. The dude could put the eyes out of the hole. I mean, you talk about a guy that can putt. I'll take him up in that top two or three putters in the entire PGA, and he, you get some good value with him. He's only 8,600 on, on DraftKings, 91 on FanDuel, and he's a giveaway free square, 21 bucks on Yahoo. So what do you think about uh, Leishman? I, I, he's not the kind of guy that like t- needs breaks, but he's hot. When you're hot with your putter, I mean, that's when you score. And I think he can be right there.
1: Yeah, he is hot lately. Um, and he's just, in general, a guy that scares me. He's, he's got some, so much volatility. Uh, but it's better week to play him because there's no cut. Um, and, you know, if he keeps it rolling, then you're in a great spot. It's just in general, I just usually don't have success playing him. Uh, so, but if you pick the right week, then you know, you're in business.
0: Yeah. And some, some guys, you just can't click it right. So if you're not playing, I might feel good playing. Them. So that's <laughs> right. A good, there you yeah. go. <laughs> Do you have, uh, anybody you
1: want to throw out there in top picks or value plays? I think we've covered it pretty well. I also have one value play I'll save for the members and, you know, like you said earlier, with so many sports going on, I mean, this is like the most exciting month you can have, pretty much. Uh, it's not like the playoffs in NBA, but you've got the NFL going and and our other sports. So let us do the, you know, the heavy lifting for you by researching these value plays and, and putting the full lineups together. So, uh, you know, perfect reason where if you don't want to grind on your golf value picks this week and you're more into the football or you're getting ready for the beginning of NBA – then jump in with us as a member so we can do that for you.
0: Absolutely. We would love to have you join us. All right, my friends, that is the PGA Breakdown. Uh, next week, we've got a, a fun event as well, and uh, we'll certainly uh, be ready to jump all over that. So for my playing partner, Mr. Andrew Hansen, I am Coach, and we will catch you again next week when we look to crush it in DFS.